ಓಮ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಚಿರಂಧ್ಯಾನಂಜನ ಶಲಾಕ್ಷೂರ್ಣೀಲಿ as you have come here to hear discussion about krishna and related topics uh i request all of you to facilitate your hearing and that of others to kindly turn off your cell phone everyone has a cell phone no person who considers himself civilized goes without a cell phone i'm not civilized so kindly take it out of your pocket and turn it off hari krishna um <clears throat> i've been asked to speak on a couple of topics One of them is the reading of Srila Prabhupada's transcendental books which are very beautifully adorning this bookshelf here there are millions of books in the world if they were all destroyed there would be no harm if proper books were left hare krishna hare krishna <laughs> yeah just looking at these books we we feel inspiration what to speak of reading them looking at them is good but better is reading them mm. Shila Prabhupada in one letter said that he's only complained against his disciples as he had many complaints also but he said that was they do not read my books which as Shila Prabhupada himself knew was not completely literally true because especially in his letters Srila Prabhupada repeatedly instructed his disciples to read his books and at least within my experience of uh being a disciple of Srila Prabhupada when Srila Prabhupada was personally present guiding us here in this world um devotees did read prabhupad's books i during shila prabhupad's personal presence i was in uh britain i was serving in various times in britain ireland and india and like I say as a devotees made a point to study Srila Prabhupada's books because Prabhupada himself emphasized it so much and that was one reason another reason was that 
We wanted to read Srila Prabhupada's books. We came to Krishna consciousness because we wanted to be Krishna conscious. That may sound like a... Uh, what's that? Just not remembering the word. A self-evident statement. But uh, devotees came largely because they were fed up with the whole way of life that they had been raised in and they wanted actual spiritual life. They want beyond all the cheating and the the posturing. You know what posturing means? It's a well-known word in English English, not in Indian English. It means that people are putting on a show of being something that they're not. So, the cheating, the posturing, the emptiness of the highly materialistic life that people were raised in, uh, some people thought, we don't want to be like this. I know myself dragging through school longing for when it would be over every day and then longing when the whole school, the whole thing would be over and then being expected to go to university but then I thought I thought, why? I see everyone is miserable. Why should I just do what everyone else is doing? So I didn't know what I, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I certainly didn't just want to follow what everyone else was doing. So devotees uh, mostly came from that background where they were, were looking for something better, and they found, of course, it's not that everyone read Prabhupada's books, understood the philosophy very deeply and then joined, but they were enough convinced by the devotees' presentation and the devotees' purity and their way of life that they thought that I want, I want to be in this. And it was a great challenge. In the 1960s, I joined in the 1970s, there's a great challenge to go out among the public in the Western world dressed like this, chanting Hare Krishna and distributing Prabhupada's books. Nowadays, in the West, in most of the West, when we go out and chant Hare Krishna in public, People, they either, they don't dislike it or they don't think it's something very strange because much stranger things have come up in the meantime, such as punk rockers, 
Um, yeah, the, the shaved head's hairstyle was very unusual at that time, but in the meantime, in the 1980s, there's this people, someone might have one strand of hair sticking out here, bright blue color, another one this way, green and like that. So devotees look fairly normal in comparison to that. And uh, shaved heads has become a fashion. And in general, so many people do so many things that are considered unusual that nowadays devotees are not even considered very unusual. And the whole atmosphere has become what we might call more tolerant of people doing different things. And many people, they like our Harinam parties. Um, but in the 1970s, it wasn't like that. And many people would insult us and make signs like that, which if you go like that in the country where I come from, it means that you're crazy. Uh, so it was very bold to go out and people would ask, what, what's this? What's, what's, and on the spot, which happens still today, you would have to explain why you are doing something which to everyone else appears to be completely crazy. So you'd have to accept and people would ask questions and still they ask questions and you have to be ready to reply. So devotees to convince themselves and to be able to convince others they wanted to read Srila Prabhupada's books. And also, I mean there are many reasons because you just it, I know myself when first reading Srila Prabhupada's books it was still it's like that but particularly when I was first reading them it was revelatory that oh after hearing all the, after having my head filled with all this garbage since the moment I was born work hard get a job be a success and all this kind of thing and that's from the orthodoxy and then drop out drop pills from the hippies and all different kinds of garbage and you have to believe in Jesus believe in Jesus or burn in hell forever at last reading Prabhupada's books clearly in contact with reality clearly in contact with God not talking about God in a theoretical way, but completely realized. and So it's, it's just that we want to drink up this knowledge. And, and everything that Prabhupada says is so clearly true and, and, and purifying. By reading the books we feel purified. That we, we want to, to read again and again. And, and very pleasing... The sages at Naimisharanya said to Shonakadi Rishi, 
he said to Sutta Goswami, that we are not satisfied. You have spoken, but we are not satisfied with what you have said. We are not satisfied because it's such nectar that we want more. <laughs> we are very satisfied with what you are saying, but we are not satisfied because it's not enough. So, by hearing this, it's just complete nectar. We want it more and more and more and more and more. So, Srila Prabhupada is Sutta Goswami, Shonak, Vyasadeva, Shukadeva, Rupa Goswami, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, all the Acharyas are all there as Srila Prabhupada. He's the voice that they spoke, he is speaking. Completely empowered by Krishna to give us Krishna. And the main way he, he gave us Krishna, so many ways he gave us Krishna. In Harinam, as Radha Landanishwara, Radha Govinda, the deities, as Prasadam, as himself, his own personal presence, and himself. He said, my most important contribution is my books. And we see that Srila Prabhupada took so much trouble to write these books or compose these books. He, he would get up in the night and dictate them. No one was forcing him. But out of his immense compassion... For us, he took so much trouble. He could have rested more, but he got up every night and dictated these books. Even we see when he was enacting the pastime of being almost dead, still he was dictating. So he took so much trouble to compose these books. We can reciprocate by reading these books. That's what he wanted us to do so that we could be benefited and we experience when we read the books how we are benefited. Not that they ever stop being revelatory but especially in the beginning it's, it's just realizing that I am now in contact for the first time with a the transcendental platform. So here in India you might think, well, we don't really need it so much because we already know all these things. That's what... When I first came to India, people would often say to me that, oh, we already know these things. We are born Hindus. You're a converted Hindu, but we are born Hindus. Or they would, some people say, you, can, you shouldn't wear these clothes. You cannot be a Hindu. Maybe in your next life. You can only be born a Hindu. I say, well, thank you. I, I don't want to be. I, please bless me that I don't get born a Hindu. So this idea that we already know. In some ways, yes, but 
being born a Hindu, you need to read Prabhupada's books more. We need to know, we need to read because we didn't know anything. And you need to read because you think you know something, but you know it all wrongly. Whatever you've learned, whatever hogwash you might think you know, forget it all and surrender. Chaitanya Charane Kurutanuragam. Surrender at the lotus feet of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So please do so. What can I say? Now, devotees are very busy for distributing the books. But Srila Prabhupada, he wanted to see that his disciples are also reading the books. Mm. I have a condition for those who want to be initiated by myself. That they should read before taking initiation, at least Bhagavad Gita as it is, Nectar of Devotion, and two cantos of Srimad Bhagavatam. The idea is if they read two cantos, they'll get a taste and they'll want to read more. So several, they say, no, I can't read, I don't have a habit of reading, I don't like reading, this complaint. So they're trying to twist my arm. And I tell them, read, read. And eventually, when they surrender, if they surrender, if they don't think, well, okay, I don't need you, I can get initiated by anyone. Uh, they buckle down and actually start to read the books. And they say, oh, thank you so much, it's so good. I really wish I'd done so before. Well, that's why I told you you have to read the books. Because otherwise, why are you getting initiated? What, what for? Is it just becoming a member of a club? Divyam jnanam yatodadyat. What's the next line? Purva papasya sangshayam. What is the next line after that? Iti diksha. Hmm? Iti dikshaiti ya protas tatva kovidai. Deshika is tatva kovidai. Diksha means the process of by which spiritual knowledge uh, is given and one is freed from all sins. That's what people who know tatva. They know what everything is all about. That's what they say. So if there's no... Uh, yeah, and, and for us, spiritual knowledge means imbibing Srila Prabhupada's instructions as given in his books. So if, there's not, if that's not there, then what's the meaning of initiation? That's why he was here. Mercy, mercy, mercy. But I don't see that Srila Prabhupada always talked about... He did talk about it, it's, I mean, it's definitely a central factor in our spiritual life is the mercy of Guru. But I see that Srila Prabhupada emphasized, he didn't say, well, you just get some mercy, then, then you go to sleep. I got Guru's mercy, so I don't need to do anything. 
But his mercy is that he translated these books. And he wanted us to read. That's how we get the mercy. That's how we get the knowledge. It's not only reading the books, but that is central. So we should do it. There's a lot more to speak about that. But, I think we got the point. <laughs>